One well, play this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Adam Gilbert. Adam, are you ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. All right, let's go. Adam is the owner and chief body tutor at mybodytutor.com. They're an organization offering daily and personal accountability for helping people to lead happy and healthy lives. Adam, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Yeah, I'm a father of two boys, Zachary and Asher. Um, I'm the founder of My Body Tutor. Uh, we're a company that helps people devise diet and exercise plans, and then we help them stick with it through daily support, daily coaching, daily guidance, and daily accountability. Um, I do what I do because health and fitness uh, has been a passion of mine for a very long time. Uh, when I was younger, my father, uh, I saw him have a heart attack. Shortly thereafter, uh, he had triple bypass surgery. Um, and then later on that year, he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, so seeing him deteriorate mentally and physically throughout the years until he passed away uh, was obviously really hard. Um, so I learned firsthand that health is true wealth, that without health, you really have nothing. Um, so I've made it my mission um, to you know help others live a healthier and fitter life. Um, and that's, that's my life's work. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate that. Sorry about, sorry about your dad. Um, health is wealth. I, I work, and we were talking about this before we got on the uh, before we hit record that I work in personal finance, and you know I think that uh, if we're not healthy, then you can have all the money in the world, and it's not it's just not going to matter. And we were also talking about our kids. You've got two boys. I've got two boys, and the responsibility of raising nice young human beings and and one day good men. It's 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 a big one. And there's certainly uh, it's fascinating. Kids have their own personalities and they come out kind of the way that they are. So there's nature. That's a big part of it. And there's also nurture. How does that play in from a from a, a physiology, a physiological standpoint? What if, if there's percentages or thoughts on just my genetics gave me this, but then my behaviors gave me that? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say percentages, but I would say. I think a lot of people think that their genetics are a uh, their destiny, um, but your behaviors and habits um, really control a lot. Um, I mean, I've seen it time after time where people come to us and they think they're destined to be overweight or they're destined to have you know uh, some fat on their stomach or high cholesterol, and then they work with us and we're able to change all that, right? And what they thought was possible. Um, you know, it completely changes because they, they realize their behaviors and actions uh, can absolutely influence that and change that. So I, I, I know, and there's so many parallels between personal finance and, 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 and having a healthy body and lifestyle. If I think that I'm bad at money and that I'm just, that's just, if it, that that's really what I believe, then I'm probably not going to be that successful with money. And if I think that I'm destined to be overweight, I mean, I'm probably just not going to be that healthy. So how important is just really making that shift in what my beliefs are? Yeah. I mean, mindset is everything, right? You have to believe you can. And I really think that comes down to hope. You know, I think a lot of times people re get this idea that they're, they can't manage their money or make money or, uh, you know, lose weight or whatever it is, uh, is reinforced, right? Because they attempt something. And then they fail and then it just reinforces this idea, right? And it's so important to whatever you do to make sure you feel hopeful. Um, and the good thing is hope is a formula, right? And it really comes down to three things. Number one, it's having a clear objective, 
right? Number two, it's having a pathway to reach that objective. And number three, it's you believing you can actually follow the pathway, right? And so often we start these programs, these diets, whatever it is for money or fitness um, and consciously or subconsciously, we know we can't stick with it for more than a few weeks. So it's really imperative that you believe you can stick with it. Um, and then ideally you have some support and coaching and guidance and accountability along the way to make sure you do. But, you know, it's really important. You feel like you can stick with it. Uh, it should really be a question of, I can stick with this no matter what. Yeah. It's just got to fit into our lives. Otherwise it's flat out, just not going to work. You could have exactly. the most wonderful plan in the world, but if there's no way I'm going to do it, then it's a sh crappy plan. Exactly. And the challenge we face is there's a part of all of us or man, many of us where we feel like if we can't go hundred percent or all in, then it's not worth doing anything. So we're stuck in this perpetual cycle of, well, I can't go all in. So then I don't bother. And then you don't bother. And it's just reinforcing. Um, you have to accept that, you know, progress is perfection. Uh, baby steps are really, really important. Um, and they lead to where you want to go, you know, because the alternative of trying to go hundred percent or, you know, being perfect you know, you're just going to fail out. You're just going to burn out. That's really interesting. I, I, I guess to a degree, I respect when a human being wants to go all in and we want to just run through walls or conquer or whatever, but it's not a recipe for sustainability. It's, 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 it's not going to stick. Every time I think about it, it's like, how did I gain 20 pounds? Well, I gained it by like 500 extra calories a month, right? Or a thousand extra calories a month. That that's that that's how you gain weight, and that's probably how you lose it too. Yeah, I mean, the analogy I use is like, you know, if you're driving from New York to California, you know, it's tempting to go 100 miles an hour and get there quicker, but you're likely going to burn out. You're likely going to take it. You're likely going to just, you know, your car is not going to be able to handle that. So. Setting the appropriate objective, or I don't know if that's the right term or not. Walk me through that a little bit. Maybe it's expectations. It's my objective. Is it, I want to be a healthy person and then it's breaking that down. Yeah. I think it, it's, you know, the more specific you can be the better, right? So whether it's a weight loss goal, whether it's a body fat percentage, um, but the more specific you, you can be the better always, right? You always just like, you know, the analogy, you want to know exactly where you're going. Um, so the more specific you can be, the better. Um, and then, you know, that, that's, that's most important for sure. The way that I, I, it's like, my goal is what I want. And from, this is just going back into my world. I talk about goals being what I want. My values is how I do things. And then my habits or, or rather I'm, I'm, I'm screwing up my own thing. Goals, what I want values is is who i am and then habits are how i do things so we need to set that objective there's probably these days we can be as as clear as we want in the food that we want to put into our bodies so i want to hear what your perspective on that is and then making those right habits or tactics or thinking about that yeah well i'm sorry what, what is it what's said I, I what's the from a I, I don't know if, if you think about or talk about values, but I'm sure that some of your clients are are meat eaters. Some are probably oh, vegan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have to align with your values. And, you know, I think that's that's paramount um, because if they're not, then, you know, you're obviously not going to be able to stick with it. Um, you know, so there's a million ways to lose weight, right? Paleo, vegan, keto. Like there's there's so many things you can do. Um, but it, of course it has to align with your values. Um, 
you know, and it also has to align with your lifestyle, right? And the realities of your life and, you know, uh, what you like and dislike and your non-negotiables. I mean, that's all part of it for sure. And there's no secret to it or, or, or is there a secret to weight loss? <laughs> the only secret is there is no secret. Um, you know, one of my life's mission is, is to dispel this myth that there is a secret. The secret truly is consistency, right? No one wants to hear that, but it's the truth. Consistency is the key, right? It's about eating well, which is about 80% of weight loss. It's about exercise, which is about 20%. Um, and it's about doing those two things consistently. And if you have trouble staying consistent, then you should get help because it is absolutely life-changing. And it's been my life's work to figure out why consistency is so hard. Why is it so hard? So number one, the diets we try to follow are not sustainable to begin with, right? We can only follow a cookie diet or a shake diet or a lettuce diet or a no-carb diet for so long, right? It has to be catered to you. It has to be customized to you. It has to be based on the realities of your life. That's first and foremost, right? If it's just simply a cookie cutter approach or an eat this, don't eat that approach, that's not taking, taking you into account, right? So it has to be catered and customized to you. That's number one. Number two, most plans really only focus on the food you're eating, right? I call it a food diet where the only thing that changes is the food you're eating. Um, but if the only thing changing is the food you're eating, you're not going to change for long term. It's critical that you change what we like to call your MPH. M for mindset, P for psychology, and H for habits. Uh, because when you actually change your mindset and psychology and habits, when you change your relationship with food, it takes willpower out of the equation, right? If you think back to the last diet you tried, typically day one is easier than day 20, right? By day 20, you're hanging up with the skin of your teeth, you can't take it anymore, and you eventually revert back to your old ways. Uh, but when you actually change your mindset, your psychology, your habits, your relationship with food, the way you think and react to food, it really does get easier and easier as time goes on. Um, and that's the idea, you know, and, and the goal, you know, for us is to make my body to the less program our clients do so much so that when they reach their goal with us, they get lifetime access to a maintenance plan for free. Um, and then last but not least, in terms of why consistency is so hard is a lack of accountability. You know, without accountability, it's too easy to make excuses. It's too easy to rationalize ourselves during and after a long day. And that's why we offer it on a daily basis. Um, so it's a combination of having a plan that's catered and customized to you, really changing your relationship with food, your mindset, your psychology and habits, and then having accountability on a daily basis to put it all together. And makes all the sense in the world that it must be individualized and customized to each person. My thinking and relationship and habits with food, um, it's probably a lot more common to have negative than it is positive when you look across the population and you know almost half of us are, are obese or overweight or whatever it might be. So... I appreciate that it needs to be customized, but what is, if, if, if there are like first principles or things that are really true about food that if we adopted just in general would probably be beneficial? Yeah. I mean, so some of those principles, I mean, listen, the more natural it is, the better, um, you know, uh, that's first and foremost, um, you know, if it's packaged, if it's, you know, created by, uh, you know, it's man-made, like, you know, th those, those are the types of things where, you know, they're um, not the best thing for you. Right. And they're also highly and hyper palatable. Um, and what that means is, you know, when you eat certain combinations of food, you know, just to say cookies um, or Oreos, um, you know, 
for most people, it's very hard to just stop at one. And that's not by accident, right? The whole, you know, Lay's potato chip commercials back in the day, I bet you can't eat just one. Um, and it's a combination of sugar, salt, and fat that overrides our brain's ability to regulate itself. Um, essentially, these foods are designed and engineered to be addicting. Um, so, you know, the best thing you can do is try to stay away from that food. And it's tricky, though, because food is soothing. It's, you know, it's a coping mechanism. Um, that's where emotional eating comes into play. That's where stress eating comes into play. Um, so, you know, really learning how to change your relationship with food, overcome that. I mean, that's the key to sustainability because if you're just kind of willing yourself, you know, day in and day out, eventually you revert back to your old ways. Um, but in terms of principles, I would say, you know, the more natural it is, the better, um, you know, really focus on eating slowly. It's very common sense, but it's not common practice. You want to allow yourself to feel how you feel as you're eating. Um, because so often we're, you know, we daydream about our favorite foods. Um, and then when we're actually eating, we just kind of shovel it into our mouths, right? So you really, really want to allow yourself to feel how you feel as you're eating versus just kind of having a big bowl or just shoveling food. And then, you know, whatever, however many minutes after it is, then you're like, oh, I'm so stuffed, right? Slow down, savor the flavor, um, pretend you're a food critic. Um, you really want to taste and experience and appreciate the flavor, the experience, et cetera. Nice. I love that. Pretend you're a food critic. I think that that's I think that that's a cool way to look at it. You know, I I just eating whole foods and not necessarily not not from the grocery store chain, which I'm sure is is, is wonderful, but just eating whole foods that aren't processed, that aren't full of preservatives. And there's a whole million books and podcasts on on what that really means. But you, like you broke it down really nicely, and part of me always says, well, you just can't eat that stuff. And then I, I come back to reality and think, well, I can't white knuckle it and that's probably not going to be sustainable. So I just do, do, do what Adam just described, which is change my thinking and my mentality about this and my habits. Um, so, but it is a lot because we've got society telling us one thing and the food tastes so good and, and, and it's, and it's easy and we're all very, very, very busy I, for me, I think that that's where your model of of having this daily accountability plays such a massive, massive role in helping people to be successful. So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, thanks. I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, one of our core philosophies is we want our clients to be fit and happy, not fit and miserable. Um, so to never enjoy your favorite food again, you know, for me, you know, to never have pizza or ice cream with my kids, like that's just not sustainable or desirable, right? But there's a difference between having that versus, you know, coming home or during a long day, you know, just going to the pantry and grabbing a bag of chips, right? One is planned, intentional, um, whereas the other one is impulsive, right? And you're using the food versus enjoying the food. Um, so that's a big part of our philosophy is we want our clients to be fit and happy and not fit and miserable. And, you know, part of what we help our clients do is decipher when it's really worth it, right? And um, that's so important because to me, you know, when you say never, that immediately, like, it's like never, that that's just, that's not sustainable, right? It's not about never, it's maybe less, it's about, uh, you know, more of something else, but it's never, it's never, never. Yeah, I think that makes sense. In terms of, of other things that bring human beings immense joy, like alcohol and cannabis, how does that, how does that play in? I mean, same thing, right? I, I think, you know, everyone has a vice. Everyone has a coping mechanism. Um, if alcohol is your thing, if cannabis is your thing, you know, so be it, but you have to, um, 
just balance it, right? And it's important to, um, you know, figure out how to fit it into your lifestyle. You know, one of the things we work with our clients on is their non-negotiables, right? So for some people, you know, for me, it's pizza. For me, it's hamburgers. It's ice cream. Like those are like my three favorite things food-wise. Um, and I, I fit those into my plan, right? For some people, it's having a glass of wine or having a drink. If those are absolutely non-negotiables, then we help you fit it in. If cannabis is, you know, then we help you fit it in. Um, you know, it, it really just depends what you want. Um, but I think it's smart and wise to decide your non-negotiables and, and then work from there. Because if you're, you know, to, 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 your, to what we talked about earlier, um, you know, if you're starting off with, all right, I must, you know, remove these favorite things, then like, that's just not going to work long-term. Yeah, it's probably not going to fit. So what does what does an engagement with my body tutor look like? There's probably a good amount of work that's done on the front end. Yeah. So when a client signs up, um, they fill out a questionnaire. Um, based on that questionnaire, I personally match them with one of our coaches. Um, we have an incredible team of coaches. Uh, we have about 75 coaches. Um, they're all, you know, amazing what they do. They're all, you know, uh, certified uh, health coaches. They come with an extensive experience. So we pair them with one of our coaches. Um, the coach reaches out to the client. Um, they have an initial phone consultation on that call. They'll talk to the client about their current diet, their current exercise, if they're doing anything. Most importantly, they create a plan for the client, right? So they'll talk about the diet, the exercise. Most importantly, again, they, they create the plan, but even more so, they make sure the client feels comfortable with it. Because as we talked about, if the client doesn't feel comfortable with it, then you know we're, we're, uh, we're, we're doomed for failure from the start. Um, and then the real magic happens, though. Then after that phone call each day, uh, the client enters what they ate, what they did for exercise. If it was an exercise day, into our easy-to-use mobile app or website. Um, and then the, every day after, um, their very own coach is writing back with personalized feedback, suggestions, and encouragement. So the fact that they're in communication with our clients every single day, guiding them, supporting them, coaching them, holding them accountable is the key. Um, so again, you know, we not only tell our clients what to do, but we're making sure they're actually doing it day in and day out. And when there's inevitable challenges, um, all sorts of things come up, we help them work through it. Got it. The inevitable challenges that will come up and stopping people from pulling the ripcord or from just throwing the baby out the bathwater and saying, forget the whole thing. I'm just going to go back to what I was doing before because that's not helping anybody. No. And, you know, that's that's a big part of it, right? This all or nothing mentality, self-sabotage. There's all sorts of mental roadblocks that we help our clients overcome because sure, there's tactical roadblocks, right? It could be the holidays, a birthday, an anniversary, whatever it might be. You know, those are tactical roadblocks that you can, you know, have a clear cut plan and you can navigate. But there's a lot of mental roadblocks. Those are the hardest to overcome, right? And again, it's whether it's fear of failure, fear of success for some people, which is surprising, um, and counterintuitive, um, all or nothing thinking, self-sabotage. Those are the types of things that you really need to overcome for sustainable success. Success. Yeah. I love it. I love a good framework, Adam. And that's certainly something that you have and the reality that health is wealth. And as we get older, it becomes more and more important to be paying attention to this stuff and more mindful of it. Um, setting ourselves up and positioning ourselves for success, I think is such a key thing. So thank you so much for coming back on the show. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with my body tutor? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. You know, I mean, to, to, you know, when we talked about, you know, you help people with money. I mean, you know, something I think about all the time now is, you know, success 
uh, at the expense of your health is not really success. And, you know, people work so hard for their money and for their families. And it's like, you know, a lot of people say it's like, I would die for my family. It's like, cool. Would you be healthy for your family? You know, um, I'm just very passionate about that because so many people work so hard and it's like, what's the point of it? Right. You know, health, good health is an amplifier and bad health can really detract from your experience of life. Um, so health is the ultimate, um, booster. It really is. Um, so I appreciate you having me. Um, you can find me at mybodytutor.com. You can find me on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, uh, my body tutor as well. Um, would love to connect with you. If you're interested in learning more about the program, I'm happy to chat with you personally. Um, just reach out to me. I am always available. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Adam your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to mybodytutor.com and see if this is a fit for you uh, that's going to help you get to where you want to go and find them on social media as well. I'll link all of those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Adam. Thank you so much. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.